This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. As San Diego's largest food hub and home of the Specialty Produce app, we provide a unique shopping experience for our guests. You'll be shopping from the same quality of products that San Diego's best chefs use every day. We are open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., so grab your jacket and your best foodie friend and come and see us. Welcome to Tap Into. I'm Travis. I'm Pete. And this is our story. Two and a half years ago, we were leading mediocre lives in Kentucky, working for the weekend and filling our time with things that didn't always matter. I mean, life wasn't bad by any means, but we always had a feeling that things could be better. A feeling there was something more out there and our lives could hold more purpose. So, we sold all of our belongings, including a house, a car, and pretty much everything we owned. Packed up our trusty Prius and drove across the country to sunny California. This podcast shares the good, the bad, and everything in between as we continue our journey to expand and grow every day. Come join us each week on Facebook to interact with us live on our page, Travis and Pete, where we share all the tools we have collected along the way to enjoy a life full of gratitude, love, and purpose. Wait, since it's live, does that mean I have to wear pants? Nah, there'll be a desk. Sweet! So come as you are, set aside what you think you know, and simply listen. And as always, take Take what what you you like and leave leave the rest. Hey everybody, how's it going? It's going amazing. (laughs) Wait, what? I was talking to the audience, who are you? voice we haven't heard in a minute. (laughs) I know. Isn't this great? Uh, for those of you who are watching, um, this to the right of me, to the left on your screen, is Peter Olson. I'm Travis Looney, part of Travis and Pete. Pete Olson next to me, and the person right to the end is the amazing Ashley Lee from Ashley Lee Healing, from Ashley Lee Center for Conscious Kids, for blank, blank, blank. Blank, blank, blank. We'll, we'll plug you in a little bit later. How about that? <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> um, so today, as you can see, is episode 100. Um, and it, it's a big deal. Why is this such a big deal? I mean, really, in the grand scheme of things, in the universal language and love and all that stuff, it's not. But also, it is. It's a big deal. It's a celebration of where we were, where we came from, who we are, who we were, all that good stuff. Um, and honestly, like, side joke, um, it's I titled this, It's a Big Deal, to make Pete as uncomfortable as possible. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It so. can be. It can be, right? So the past couple times that um, I've actually been in town, um, we were talking about uh, doing the 100th episode, right? And the immediate knee-jerk, visceral reaction for Mr. Olsen here was, as long as you can just let it go and not make it a big deal. (laughs) And I was like... I've never, you know, I've never said that it needed to be a party or a celebration or anything like that, but I do think it's good to pat ourselves on the back and to say, hey, we did a hundred freaking episodes, right? We did a hundred episodes. It's time to high five. It's time to pat ourselves on the back. And for some reason, it makes Pete very uncomfortable. Well, you, I told you why. I told you why it made me uncomfortable. Not really. You beat around the bush. Okay, so, well, because I had heard through the grapevine, oh my God, you're on episode 100. That's a big deal. That's quite an accomplishment. How are you going to celebrate that? Okay, I may have ad-libbed that part. Nobody may have asked me that. But like, so in my head, the the stories about how you celebrate big things or celebrate life in general was like, you know, when I compare to other podcasts or other TV shows, you go back through the episodes and you find the funny moments and the sad moments and the big inspirational moments and you do a a, a montage and like there was all this extra work to celebrate and I was like I, so that's so what that's I, where my yeah. that's where my expression came from when I was like it's not a big deal so that's not but that's all recorded now and I'm stories, glad to hear that stuff. <laughs> so no, that was the, the story last thing head, that yeah. Pete just said was as long as it doesn't take any extra work so for me <laughs> did, I mean we all heard it so you it's kind of it. right we're getting into the bottom of this and so Danielle, this is kind delete, of a, delete. this is, <laughs> this is <laughs> She's like, it's live, yo. Um, and this is kind of the sneak attack that I was trying to kind of happen. Because Pete and I talk. We talk quite a bit and have in-depth conversations. And I tried to have this conversation with him, actually, last night. Um, and he wasn't in a place to have it. He didn't know he wasn't in a place to have it. He, we were both in great spirits. You know, he kept on kind of repeating himself about some stuff. And it was like, but why? And he, it was just, it, it was it was kind of hard to get down to the bottom of it. And is this what this episode is about? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, but can we maybe like 
eventually figure it out. Maybe. Who knows? That's why I posted today. I don't know if you saw it or you saw it. No. Um, but I said uh, on our page, I said, it's our 100th episode. Um, come make a big deal out of it. Uh, what will we talk about, question mark? We don't know. Will we have a special guest, question mark? Who knows? You know. So today is kind of all about uh, celebration for me. Um, and the reason we asked Ashley Lee to be on this is because we would not be here today if it had not been for Ashley. Wow. Um, so we owe a big, 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 big debt of gratitude to you. Um, I receive. Yes. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I'm, I'm trying to get better at that. Um, is because, you know, so many things have unfolded because of that. You know what I mean? You know, isn't it amazing? It's crazy a little bit, right? Yeah. It's great. Let me reframe. It it is it is sometimes challenging and thank you for you both take taking this moment to note the power of us. Yeah. Right? Right. All right. You wouldn't have created it without you. It's true. <laughs> and and you wouldn't have created it without me because right. I was the one that introduced you into this concept. It's awesome. Right? It and is. it's amazing. And and look where you flew into this concept. I mean, tap. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. The episodes that you've created, the opportunities that you've shared with your audience is transformational. And we it's like beautiful. to think so. <laughs> yeah. I see your eyes well up a little bit. So I know you're appreciating it, right? I, I mean, well, here, yeah, hearing that reflection was like, because I tell the audience, and I think this is a little bit, some of this is a little bit of a wall probably, but I tell the audience, I'm like, this isn't for you. I'm here for me. I'm a verbal processor. I'm working out the stories in here. I'm working out the trauma. I'm working out the question marks. Like, I'm also going to celebrate, what you know, the things. And if you get something out of it, that's great. That's, I, I'm, I'm glad for you. But at the same time, that can be a wall and a barrier to whatever is out there. Right. Um, whoever's out there. And um, so it's good to hear that. It's good to have that close connection um, oh my gosh, it's been amazing. Is to it not, watch. is it strange in this okay, I'll say it's strange for me. It's strange for me that every time someone says that to Pete, it's like the first time he's ever heard it. Like, you know, to say that, you know, you know what you do is important and and you change people's lives. He reacts the same way. It's like it's the first time he's ever heard it. It's like something that it doesn't hold on to in his head. Right? It, it's like he hears it and it goes away. Well, I right. think you were mentioning just before we aired that you were talking about letting go of those old stories, mm-hmm. right? And so that yeah. might be a little bit of an old story. Yeah. I know I had one on my previous podcast where I said I always sit in the back of the bus watching everybody. And, and, and Kate helped me recognize I could sit in the front and enjoy my universe that I created. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, right? Yeah. And so you're working on that story, too, mm-hmm. where sometimes maybe it's hard to find your value. Uh, that's the word that was in my head. I, I, you know, the doing this show. It's terrible being a telepath. I know, right? And then, um, you know, working with improv and and the people we meet. Like, I get my value is reflected back to me all the time, and I receive it and see it and accept it. <laughs> and then totally. So, so no, 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 no. I'm saying I do those things with it. More often than I don't. Like, I, where, hold on. The, being able to receive that, being able to believe it, and being able to acknowledge it, and then intentionally provide that value um, is, is, is a work in progress for me. Um, that's, I think that's where the surprise factor comes from. It's like, what, I, I, I also sit at the back of the bus, like, <laughs> traditionally, historically. That's where the cool kids sit. And that's where the, yeah, that's where the spitwads come from. So maybe I'm the front of the bus sitter. Any, you're either way. You're totally in front I'm of the bus. Si- but from the sidelines, I think, was the point of that. Yeah. The watcher. Um, and it's, it's such a relief and an invigoration to be a participant. Especially in your own in your player, own life. exactly. The player, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Ready we get to play one. in our playground yeah. of our universe we create. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It's, yeah. Yeah. And so part of that playing in the playground, right, is is accepting goodness, value, love, right? Mm-hmm. You're amazing. Yeah. And what you two have created over these last hundred episodes is absolutely, historically amazing. Boom. Boom. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really is. It's funny. It's invigorating. I remember the one, I mean, uh, uh, I want to call her doctor. 
really sparky bridges, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that to, she talked about who you are matters, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it changed your podcast after that. And so we don't recognize in what you what you invited in the beginning of the show was the power of influence. Sure. And the power of how we ripple to each other, right, and what it means to share with each other. Yeah. And to share the graces and the goodness and the amazements and the opportunities, right? And that's what we're here to share with everyone in the whole world, all of our listeners, right? Mm. To share with one another, open our hearts, and to know that opportunities exist for everyone. Yes. yes. I'm so grateful yes. for you guys. Yeah. Right? Thank you. You know, <laughs> I just want to share your sweetness and love that you bring to the world is so amazing that people like literally melt in front of you. Like, <laughs> they do. <laughs> I know I used to say that, that I didn't fall for Petey tripped me, so that's very long. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. See, and, and Travis is amazing. He's super creative. He's super inventive. He really, like, connects people and supports people and really and expressing their true passion. Um, you do it through art. You do it through media. You do it through production. You do it through many, many ways that you exp- express your gifts to the world. You both do so magically, and it's awesome. Man. How many lives have you touched since these hundred episodes have occurred? Thousands? Twenty, thirty. Thousands? Million. Ten thousands? Millions? Millions. millions. I, I believe millions, actually. So let's take into account, even everyone listening, pre-recorded or live today, however this is all being presented, what influence did everyone create today where we all got together on this podcast celebrating your hundredth episode? Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. it's just one of those things that it's kind of like it's very it's uh it's nice to see the connection. You know what I mean how yeah. sometimes where you where you in your head you can go back to a certain point and then it's like there's some empty spaces where you can't fill them in and and it for me it's really cool whenever you can see the full circle. Yes. Right? And so it's like with you being who you are and how we've interacted throughout the um, past couple years, two now. three two, years, three years, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then seeing you here on our hundredth episode, episode. That's right. I, I have a list sometimes. <laughs> um, the hundredth hundredth episode. It's it's cool because I can see the circle now, right? And then it's just kind of like it starts to pick up speed and then it, it just keeps going around and around and around and around. Right. It right. Sure and we kind of like, we turn into this tornado of like whatever and suck people in as we go. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> yeah. how I really honestly see it. It's my visual. It's kind of like, I, it, it started with a line and then turned into a circle and now we're just sucking people up, <laughs> making not destruction wise, but yeah. <laughs> the vortex of love, the vortex yeah. of love and understanding and reaching out and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. And it's it a- is a big deal. It is, right? Yes. I see I still I'm not quite there yet. Like I I get that it I'm told it's a big deal or should be a big deal. Um but finding finding like making it a big deal is comparing it to things that aren't big deals. Maybe deals. still. Deals. Sometimes. Maybe. So, yeah, so I think that's the like to get to here everything before it was also a big deal. Because mm-hmm. everything added <laughs> dill pickle. That's a wonderful reality orientation. Yes. Yes. Um, so like every every all this addition, all this math of accumulating moments to get to count to a number. Like I, I like and even for me, like celebrating it's like what is celebrating without for me, without food, alcohol, <laughs> other substances, um, numbing like what like what is that way that i get to honor a moment without doing something and i think I it's the biggest got... thing reprogramming right right because you're in your head i think this is where we see it in two different ways like in your head whenever i say this is a big deal you're like oh crap well i should be like celebrating with food or drink or alcohol or i should be having balloons and banners or i should be inviting people to take part in this party with me but for me, it was just like it was only about me, right? Whenever I said this is a big deal, it just is something that I was saying to myself. It's not like a self-congratulatory. Mm-hmm. If I say, yeah, it's a big deal, then it makes me – not makes me. It, it helps me want to um, 
complete things more or continue on or follow through with more things. I could give a care less, like, who... I take that back. I do care. Everybody listening and everybody on here is like, it's you all are beautiful people. But if you weren't on here, I would still be doing and feeling the same exact way. Because at the end of the day, we do do this for ourselves and other people, but it's mostly for ourselves, right? So it's the reprogramming. It doesn't have to be made this huge party. Just celebrate it. Pat yourself on the back. Pat myself. I'm patting. We're patting you too. I'm telling you, it it is. It's true. It's like I saw the other day on a football game. um, My husband had a football game up on the TV, and the confetti was amazing. Right. I'm like, he says there's tons of confetti that is put out into a – I'm like, man, the vacuum cleaner for that must be amazing. (laughs) And then they just reuse it. All I'm thinking (laughs) of is the cleanup process. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And it is kind of – outrageous right and and celebratory and and all you see is confetti flying around in a very large building um it it doesn't make any sense and at the same time look at what we're doing right here we don't have any confetti no balloons no alcohol no food just yet right just kidding but really what we have is each other right Mm -hmm. and so we have presence like not presence with T S at the end. Oh, presence E-N-C. with a C. E and C. Right? So we have presence and what if inside the presence we can celebrate? Mm-hmm. Right? And maybe that's that <laughs> paradigm shift. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, so let's take that SIM card out, right? That's yeah. Us. That's you can us. have it, and you can have that one, and you can have that uh-huh. one, and you can have that one. Right? Yeah, can we just reboot all together? Right. All right. <laughs> let's reboot. Presence, right? Presence. Presence. You all, too, join us together. We're celebrating TAP's 100th podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Boom. All right, get up. All it's, right. It's, Yeah. What? It's been, it's, well, like, I'm just saying, coming back to this room 100 times, actually more, because there's times Travis and I have shown up in this room and blanked and, like, or didn't have something to share. And we hung out with Danielle for a little bit and then we left. Like, (laughs) we've, so actually, we've been in here more than 100 times. Right, more than 100 times. Oh, it happened once. (laughs) Um, But, but that was also. You've aired 100 times. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh But that's also, that was also a big moment in itself to be able to, like, not force something. Yeah, to go with the flow of feeling. I guess to go with the flow of stuck energy. I don't know, whatever it was. But yeah, that was a big. Yeah, yeah and they go in a step further. It's like this is our hundredth podcast. We were doing lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For before that, you know, way what I mean? before, right? And so it's just kind of like you know, you have to, and it's what I was. We were talking about something. I can't remember what it was last week. Somehow, it's like you have to. Or it's very, very important to remember where you came from to know where you're going, right? It's like yeah. you can't just deny the past and just think that you it's all forward motion. Do you live in the past? Absolutely not. But you have to remember it fondly, um, regardless if it was fond or not. Right. What if the past brought you to this moment? It did. But it doesn't have to define who you are. Absolutely. Isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. That you're a new definition every breath you take. Yeah. You know, somebody was talking about that. They told me in France, he said, every morning I wake up new and fresh and I let go of yesterday. And I go, wow, that's so cool. What if we brought that up into the timeline of every breath? Yeah. And let go of the past, right? And Mm -hmm. knowing that the past brought us here and honoring that and also being okay with that. And we have the opportunity in each and every breath and every moment to create that which we want going forward. And that we, we are the proof we choose to create. Yeah. yeah. So building on that more, um, you know, presence for me, I just now started, not just now, but for the past month, roughly, I have been audiobooking The Power of Now. Ooh. And it is like Eckhart Tolle's voice. <laughs> I love before, audiobooks. <laughs> right? But Eckhart Tolle's voice years ago was like, he might as well have been speaking French. Right. Like I, or, well, German, which is his native tongue. And I, and now, like, I can't get enough of it. It's so, it makes sense for the first time, and I love it. And so... Um, it was a question about presence and our past full circling here. Um, power. Oh, now. so what I've noticed with being like, I practice every day as much as I physically can remember to like feel like to the, the present you go into the body right. versus leaving the body, which is a lot of other right. methods that we've learned of like I'm super being, good going at higher. That. You go into the body and that's, that's 
literally, in my experience, where that field sits. Right. Right? And so what I've noticed is the momentum of my current situation. I get up and go to work. I get up and go to work. I get up and go to work. I come home. I do this. Like I, I'm noticing that momentum of just the pre-programming. Haven't necessarily stopped the pre-programming, but like it's it's one of those things where like I've noticed it, um, which is another thing to celebrate because I've never I've I've felt it somewhere back here. Yeah. Um, but now that I can see it, um, I'm almost having fun just watching it. And not like what being the watcher. Right. Yeah. Right. And and illustrating because what you describe back here is what the kids talk about is their unconscious thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. Those things in the back of your head you don't know are there. Right. And you brought it forward to the forefront in your vision and your ability to see, feel, and experience it. And then you get to work with it. And that, uh, yeah. So right? baby steps with the working with it. Awesome. Um, but it's I've actually seen just by going into the body, I've actually started to see little things of momentum and synchronicities and like like just you, just last minute asking you and you're like I'm available let's do it like yeah. just things kind of coming into alignment um I've noticed that yeah but I'm also and that was my last our last episode 99.5 um cuz I wanted to share 100 with you guys <laughs> 99.5 <laughs> slight denial of the yep. whatever what does that one mean <laughs> slight denial of the the reality here uh-huh. but um um Oh, but I was talking about like I like how I just want to take a moment. When you take those pauses, those are really cool because I notice what you're doing. You're taking the now moment and expanding it a teeny bit more. <laughs> I love it. So, by the way, great. Keep up with that. Oh, yeah, thank it. you for naming because I'm like I I, I know something there, but like I'm just no. Like, you were doing it. You were taking that now moment, and going instead of right there. You did it like here, and I was like, wow. Right? I see it as remembering what he was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> tomato potato right <laughs> right exactly <laughs> exactly um versus tomato tomato uh-huh yeah, yeah. Always, well, always one of the things potato. we're just going to keep going until he forgets oh, tomato tomato is the that's potato to p- potato like right. i just i put the two words together <laughs> I, I think it's you know fabulous what I, meant, right? I knew okay. exactly what and you it's 100 percent pete olsen <laughs> i knew exactly whenever he meant. said it it made sense because pete makes his own rules about damn near everything in life it's including fabulous. language and music <laughs> right it's fabulous yeah we're moving from that me-centric language to the us-centrism, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Every every week. <laughs> I got you floating out of your body. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I was trying to escape. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> We're going to expand it again. Yeah, you so ex- <laughs> the end of last episode, I was talking about um, my word for 2019 was clarity. And so what I realized is that I was able to – um, I didn't have any rules for what clarity was going to look like. I just knew that was my word, and then it kept unfolding. Um, Isn't that beautiful? And then I got an abundance of clarity, like <laughs> abundance of clarity about Pete and how he operates with the rules that were there. Or the non-rules. Or the non-rules, yeah. yeah. And so um, my word for 2020 is go. Go. And, which is what you said about learning, like n- notice, moving from noticing the, the field of which I've created into playing with it. Yes. And that is that excites me. Yes. Um, I'm still like holding on to the shore a little bit or yeah. a lot or whatever that number looks like, but being able to let go and just play like that right. sounds so refreshing and I'm excited. Awesome. Awesome. I can't wait to see as the episodes unfold what that playing looks like. Right. <laughs> go. But being in your body, go. right? I just spent go. I just spent a little while in um, Aspen, Colorado, and being in my body and skiing, and wow, what an adventure in altitude! Right? Yeah, it looked nice. Right? I saw your pictures. Yeah, your I like the hot springs. I uh, know. Right? That's what I was all like. I was like, skip, skip, skip. Hot springs. Oh. <laughs> It was amazing. It was yeah. 20 degrees outside, and the water was 100 and something, and it was amazing. That's awesome. That's so sound amazing. All right, we're going yeah. hot springing Yeah, this. so, right, how That's do like we, how do we enjoy our bodies, right? How do we enjoy? And, and you did. You used your body as a point of reference, which was so awesome, right? It wasn't amorphous. It wasn't back here where you couldn't notice it. You actually had a point of reference, your body, and then bringing it forward into your your aspects, your visual field, your your mm-hmm. feeling field, your sensing field, your knowing field. And inside that, you could extrapolate, oh, I like this. Mm, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like this with you. I like this with you. You know what I mean? And you have so many choices mm-hmm. and opportunities that you may not have known when it was all hanging out back here. Yeah. 
being in that daily grind, right? So that's, many. That's an amazing metaphor. And I will say too, like the coolest thing right now is the color yellow. I don't know what that means, but it is the most right. It's so right. Like it sounds pizza. random, but like, <laughs> and you like pizza? Is that what you said? <laughs> I also like pizza. Um, anyways, but like I, ever since I've been more in my body, the color yellow is just like screaming at me. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Oh, and I saw them. We have the. I, I forgot to ask what it was, but the the roses with the the pink with the yellow tips or whatever that smell like like pink lemonade. Yes. Oh, like that. I can. Oh, I found three of them on my wow. delivery routes the past week. See, it is, and I'm hugging this. You really <laughs> are like, <laughs> hugging it. I want um, to smell that. But yeah, rose. it was so. I don't know. I just enjoy just watching things. It's so much fun. And 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 integrating yourself with it, right? Yeah. Smelling, tasting, being, oh, yeah. right? Seeing, hearing. Mm-hmm. Hey, what does yellow mean? Can you look up like a, what would be a Google search for that? Would be well the, in, energy signature in the energy yellow? signatures, right? Power, owning your power. Is it knowing that Stop you it. can't? Yeah, I'm Stop it! No, that means keep going. Okay, keep yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> it's like late. Yes, uh, yellow means col- a- yellow. The color of sunshine, hope, happiness has conflicting associations. On one hand, yellow stands for freshness, happiness, positivity, clarity, energy, optimism, enlightenment, remembrance, and intellect, honor, loyalty, and joy. But on the other hand, it re- re- represents cowardice and deceit. Okay, so I appreciate that because one of the things that I've learned as well that I'm excited to explore more is that from the physical level of happiness, positivity, clarity, energy, optimism. Like those are things that will always have an opposite. And so right. what's the opposite of positivity? Negativity. Like you can't have one without the other. So well, yeah, that it helps illustrate our dual world. Yeah. Right? Yeah, in yeah, our yeah. shadow states and then our light states. Yeah. Of being. And so that's one of the things that I really like about what I'm starting to play with is oh, and this is a super fun exercise. Um is that when I don't really do it with the more positive emotions yet because I enjoy the way those feel. But when negative stuff comes on, um, leaning into the feeling transmutes it like that. It gets rid of it like that. It's yes. so much fun. Because you go into I, acceptance of you having it. Yeah. And, and it starts to transmute it. Your light transmutes it. literally it. turns to peace. It is the coolest thing or whatever. I, uh, leaning in. Peace. Like the stillness. I don't know how to exp- – I don't know if there's words for it, but – Does the words cowardice and deceit mean anything to you? Um – Cowardice, for sure. That's like, the opposite I, of owning your power, right? When I, like when I walk up into a, a group and someone's laughing, it's automatically about me, and I turn and walk the other way, like that would be a cowardice example. Um, and so what I've started doing is that's a, a, bit, a bigger one. Uh, feels the, – the, the feeling feels bigger. But like um, I got – what is it? Um, oh, I know what it was. Uh, there was something I was irritated because it was actually our last podcast, and we had a little bit of finding parking, a little bit of hard time <laughs> finding parking on the way today. But last week, also, the only spots that were open were handicapped spots. And I said, There is nobody taking these spots. I should be able to. Like, I got irritated. And so, like, that's an example of like that irritation was minor. It didn't involve really, it was just me and my perception of something. Um, and I just was like, I'm irritated. And I just sat with it, and then it went away. It was really cool. I am irritated. So the next time, yeah, you feel something that is uh, I feel like dissonant. That's a, that's a very important thing, though. Like, I've been doing the change of that instead of saying I am as I feel. Right. Because the I am statements are, like, the most, like, powerful. Right, and they're not the defining of And you. even though I feel like that you do, whenever you do kind of, like, turn it into love or whatever, your subconscious still, like, soaks that I am right. statement in, and it comes back. You know right. what I mean? It comes right. back and comes back. Yeah, you can keep on transmuting it or whatever you say, but like, it's like the whole facts aren't feelings things. And that's honestly why I've been, I'll stop out loud and say I feel instead of I am anymore. Right. Because a feeling isn't a measure, it's a measure of truthfulness of how you're feeling. Sure. But it's not a measure of who you are. Yeah. Because who you are is constantly dynamic, amazing, and growing and changing, good or bad. Right. Right. Agreed. I have a question for you. So one of the concepts I um, am learning about is being the watcher. So like there's the higher self that is the person watch – that is the the, whatever watching the physical world. How does – is it possible to pull back even further and watch the higher – like be the – Absolutely. Right? So that that was the thing. I don't know what that is, what that feels like. Well, here's here's a cool exercise that that I like to share with people too – 
it, you know, when we talked about the past and, and you can't change the past, what if you actually can? Because it's all a perception and it's all held up here in a SIM card, <laughs> a collective SIM card or a single SIM card. But it's all held up here. So when you go back to that past moment and be your higher self of that past moment, right? We're right now in the future of that past. Okay, so you go back to that past moment. You come in as your higher self, right, the right now self that has more consciousness, more awareness. And you say, hey, that kind of thing we're doing right now is not going to turn out so great. How would we like to shift it and change it in this moment? And we actually have an opportunity to shift it and change it in the memory, in the opportunity. And it actually does start to shift what happened in the past, bringing us more wholeness and opportunity in the future, in the now moment. So accessing the past through the now. Yes. But with the details of the past. Yes. And and then coming in as your higher self with hands on your back, right? I've got you, this younger part of me. Huh. And I'm 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 interested in really changing the way that I saw the past, the way that I experienced the past, and the way that it occurred, right? You, so you don't have to run around changing the past. But what if we could also just change our disposition or the way we feel about what happened in the past? Mm. And gain a bigger perspective, right? Because that's what you're talking about is when we go to the higher self, we take a broader perspective. Someone calls it the 30,000-foot the 30, viewpoint, right? So we'll climb the mountain and go to that higher part and see a broader perspective and then go ahead and change that perspective and that younger me mm-hmm. or that, old, that, that past me that had occurred. Yeah. Right? And so, like, it's, I, I, there was a metaphor, a visual that really helps me. It's like... Just by moving the, the 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 boat like a degree changes yes. your course by hundreds of thousands of miles. It sure does. So we can always change our timelines. We can always change our trajectories or our potentials and possibilities by considering it in the moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like picturing Pete like in the room and I'm coming in and his eyes are closed. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm changing the past. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I have a feeling that Pete's going to be doing a lot of that when we get home. <laughs> well, but it's not – it's also not changing because what I, I love – like one of the things that is very peaceful for me right now is that – Nothing that's ever happened or is happening right now was wrong. Right. It's just the level of awareness with however we interact and the the stories and of the possibilities. And um, so it's like, you know, I don't watch the news now because it was I was only able to absorb negativity and I'm probably still not going to absorb a lot of it. But they're just watching it is I'm just going that that's one story. Right. And I, if I'm able to plug myself out of the, the pain moments of that story. Unplug. What did I say? Plug, plug out. Plug myself out. Plug myself out. I love it. <laughs> Add it to the list. That's a great perspective. <laughs> That's like turn up the light. The very turn up Yoda. the light. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Turn down, turn up. Yes. Yes. If I'm able to t- unplug myself from the pain of that story – then theoretically so is everyone else. Yes. And I don't I, – I'm not one to say it's just as simple as stop participating because I think the story is also there even with participation. Well, it's another level of participation. Right. But like I – instead of saying things shouldn't be the way they are – I know, right? The tongue died. Um, like just observing it as is without the judgment of it is – it's right. one of the coolest things. Even just unplugging right the judgment um, changes the perspective, mm-hmm. not only for you, but everyone else who participated in that. And it might actually influence their memories, too, and oper- offer an opportunity, right? Because what are we returning to? <coughs> Our natural state, which is love, right? And so sometimes we've had discordant experiences. And when we unplug the pain, like you just said, which was mm-hmm. a great analogy or a great metaphor, is when we unplug that pain, then the energy around that memory collectively with even other people starts to diminish mm-hmm. or change. And so maybe the way they perceive that memory, too, also starts to adjust. Yeah. And the point That's is not— That's how we can influence each other, yes. which is so positive. Well, the, the other part of that, too, is that the point was never for the pain— was the, the, the point was never for the pain not to exist. Right. It was the, what you—it was what I'm able to do with it instead of being the pain— of observing the pain. It's it, like it take that's also a, a form of unplugging, I suppose. Yes. That's yeah. beautiful. That's really cool. And it, it does, it starts to settle us more deeply in our peace, right? And then when we come forward and we have a similar adventure happen again, maybe the way that we're going to look at it now in the now moment 
will be very different than when we the way we looked at it from the past. And then therefore we aren't repeating the same pattern over and over and over again. Yeah. Unplugging. Do you guys ever find yourself um, wanting to reach back to everyone you've ever met and just thank them for those moments? Oh, hell no. I did. I did. <laughs> like, whether they were positive or negative. I loved it. Yeah? Yeah, I did. I loved it. Yeah. Even other lifetimes I did. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the, I have the, the thoughts in my head to be like, I, and just to sit with the beauty of whatever was going on. And there was a lot of pain attached to a lot of happiness. Um, but like, I don't know. I've just, it's so. The way I feel about that, honestly, comes from um, a uh, uh, I don't know, group. I don't know. How would I say this? Um, it comes from a group of people that gather every once in a while for <laughs> support. It's a support group. An anonymous support group. An anonymous support group. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> um, and so there's a, a, a chapter of a book that they use that's <laughs> – I just now go, that, okay, all right, that same page. I got it too. <laughs> that part of your supporting and recovery oh. um, states that you are to make – Amends. I'm really sure that nobody knows what I'm talking about at this point. Um, that says that you are to make amends, but there is this like um, almost like a small subtitle under that. It's not a subtitle. It's kind of like where it, which states unless it is to do harm to others or it can mess with their somehow serenity or whatever. Because you don't, you know, honestly, like there's a lot of people that I do want to reach out to and say thank you to or whatever. But there's a lot of those people I have not had contact with in forever. So I don't know where they're at in their lives. Right. Um, <clears throat> I don't know where, you know, the the energy is, um, where they're at. And so by me, like, popping up into their, <laughs> popping up into their, uh, their lives out of nowhere, whether it be like a phone call or a text message or whatever it may be, um, and I know you're about to go get all spiritual with me here. I, I was, I was. Uh, <laughs> um, that that could really affect them. You know, even an energetic way can affect people, right? And, and maybe not the way that you intend. So, what, what if you approach them right? Everything in our world starts with a thought, except when to do so would injure them or others. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, what everything starts with a thought, right? This table wouldn't have been made. These mics wouldn't have been made without somebody thinking of creating them. And so we've created these experiences or these past experiences. And even when they weren't good or were good or whatever they were and you want to reach out, what if you just reach out softly, gently, sweetly, right, like you do, Pete, right? Reach out sweetly and supportively and say, I'm here. I'm presencing you in my heart. I love you. The things that we had in our past experiences may or may not have been so positive. For me, they, they weren't so positive, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm rendering that they weren't so positive for you because we haven't talked to each other in a while. <laughs> you know, whatever that is, whatever that looks like. But being really compassionate to that experience in such a way because I think everyone opens up when you're compassionate to an experience, even if it was uncomfortable. Ooh. You think? Everybody? Yeah. 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 <laughs> right, but I'm just, on your page. I'm like, just, uh, just nicely, that. just and, and maybe what? That. What if it's a like you talked about baby steps? What if it's just an observation of where they are now, so that you kind of know? I mean, just feeling it in your heart, not even talking to them, not saying anything, not texting them, not phoning them, not anything, but just checking in with your heart and seeing where they're at and feeling feeling that out, feeling that space out. And saying, I'm just checking in. I just want to see how you're doing, you know. And if, if they're doing, if they're struggling, say, you, then you can say in your heart, I see that you're struggling. And if our interaction from the past had anything to do with it, I certainly unplug that, right? I really take that back. I own that. I was participant in that. And I really take personal responsibility and, and shifting that. And I'm going to start inside of me, right? And that may actually have a very big deal in their experience. They may not be able to explain it. They may not even bring it back to you, but they may just breathe a little deeper that day. They may be a little less frustrated. What's the opposite of that, though? See, I think we get when we enter somebody's space to say, I'm sorry, or something went wrong, and we have uh, we're defensive or we're feeling that we were hurt too and we haven't healed our pain before we enter their space, I think then it can be somewhat volatile and, and have an opportunity to be volatile. Mm -hmm. 
um, especially if they're not doing any inner work at all or any inner reflections about creating peace in their life. Sure. So if they're still feeling victim and, and concerned about all of that, I, I just maybe even dance around their space a little bit and say, you know, I'm here, I'm love, I'm sorry, I love you, thank you, you know, <laughs> that please forgive me part. That idea, and, and it starts to soften the the relating space between you and the other person, even if that person is remotely far away from you. Well, you're an energetic person, so why, what's to say that you can't do that without actually reaching out to somebody? I do it all the time. Well, there you go, right? So you don't necessarily have to disrupt somebody's life. Not at all. To be able to do that, right? Because at the end of the day, it has to do with you and not the other person. And you are a reflection and an influence and a ripple effect to other people, Mm -hmm. whether we like it or not. And, And see, I was explaining this to a young gentleman last evening about all of this idea. And he didn't realize any thought that, you know, a lot of people, even though I send out good consciousness and even though I send out lots of love and understanding, they're not receiving it. And I said, yes, they're not receiving it only because they don't know how. That's the only reason. That's why when you all said, I'm grateful for you, I said, I received that because I was resembling something I was sharing with someone yesterday, you know, right? And so I even, you're right, it's weird, right? Socially, it's weird for us to even receive gratitude Mm -hmm. and thankfulness and love with each other, right? And when can we start to make it socially appropriate that it's okay to say, I love you, thank you? That's one of the things that honestly, uh, one of my friends, our friends, Melissa, um, Last time I was on that side of town, she was like, I said, thank you about something. I was like, thanks. And she was like, you are welcome. <laughs> Just like that. And I was like, what? <laughs> well, all right then. And she goes, no, I'm really trying to um, say you are welcome or acknowledge that more. Because, and receive that. And thank receive you. it. Right. And so like, I've been doing that a lot. And I've also been realizing how much I go no problem or any time or it wasn't anything you know what i mean or right, mm-hmm. right. or you know downplay I mean? that gift right mm-hmm. downplay the gift i do it a lot but i've been catching myself a lot more that it's like a trigger whenever i say uh-huh oh no no big deal that i immediately followed up with you're welcome because it's like it's it's like a it maybe a self-worth thing or or whatever it may be but it's like i'm not receiving it as much as i could be and it's been it's been actually very helpful right and so when you start to learn to receive even deeper what happens is is those that you've influenced good or bad start to also learn to receive deeper because you're carrying that consciousness and that consciousness butts up against each other. We we influence each other. We affect each other. And we can affect each other very positively. Right. And so when people aren't open to receiving, what you can say, even in your heart, not saying anything to them at all. You don't have to go to them or ring their doorbell. Right. Right. Or have that have that weird interaction, yeah. right? Is just start with the interaction in your heart first, in your mind, in your heart. Get clear, right? With clarity about what it is you want to say and where it is you want to go. And if, if you've noticed, you still have some pain about that experience with that person, pull back out of that experience a little bit and come back and go, wait a second, this is my pain. I'm not going to put that in between us anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to go on the side and help solve this in my own, in my own way, in my own right on a beach. I don't know, hanging in a hammock, watching the sunset. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's my version. <laughs> and so what we do is, is heal that pain and then come to the, the experience, even in our heart open, supportive, compassionate. And the compassion, right, is the absence of pity or sorrow, and it's full of non-judgments, right? I have no judgments about what happened and what, what was going on. I do ascertain or discern that I had my part in it. I surely unplug my part and take that part out of the experience because it's no longer needed. It is in the past. Right. And that's one of the, I think it's a, another reminder that I've been having to do lately and something that I'm adapting is um, a reminder that people aren't me. You know what I mean? Right. Whenever I uh, am in a spot in my life, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, like I automatically want to like go and knock on people's doors and be like, "Have you heard? You know, like a Jehovah's Witness. Have you heard about the energy of the universe type deal? You know what I mean? Or like, uh, have you read this book? Or have you thought about this thought or whatever?" And I have to keep taking a step back and remind myself they're not you. Do not expect people to um, take what you have to say or do walk the walk that you walk because they're in a completely different part of their life. 
so that's where I have to do the whole like, you know, whether it's a forgiveness or or you know whatever it may be to somebody in the past is I have to keep that to myself right now, yeah, because I have to be okay with it. Um, I have to do the forgiveness. It has zero to do with that other person, to be honest. Well, I'll tell you what fuels um, forgiveness and why sometimes forgiveness doesn't work is, did, did you all ever consider that we don't need forgiveness if there's no judgments? Well, sure. Right? But I mean, I mean, I think a lot of people don't realize that. No. And so that if we start to let go of the judgments, our own judgments of ourselves and wh- how we came to the table, mm-hmm. right? And then how the others came to the table, and we let go of all those judgments from all those angles, the forgiveness flows naturally. You don't even need to do anything or be anything in front of that. Right. And that's what's so amazing yeah. right? to bring to that. But you're exactly right. Do it from the heart first. Uh-huh. Right, and that starts to change everything in our world. It really does. It may not make magic and miracles. And I have, though, had people say, "You know, I had a, I had a really bad falling out with my mom, and I did this process, and I let go of my. Ju- I acknowledged, right, that acknowledgement. When you lean in and butt right up to that problem, wow, it does start to dissipate. It's because you became one with the problem. You became not separate. So the non-separation already started to diminish the judgments." Right. You became inside the inner circle of that, you know, and then when you started doing that, then she said, my mom called me the next day and we hadn't talked in 20 years. Right. So I said, exactly. So the power of doing that is very powerful. What I think is important, what you mentioned earlier was letting go of that attachment to the outcome like how it's going to turn out or what it's going to look like. Right. Because, because then, yeah. right, if we're attached and we go, okay, well, I, I prayed and I forgave and I let go of my judgments and I leaned right into my conflicts mm-hmm. of my past and they never called me. Well, what if they don't have your number? Right, that's what <laughs> I'm I was kidding. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> right? It's like, is if I, I, mean, I know feel, we can find each other's numbers nowadays. If but... I have to feel like I have to reach out to somebody to make some kind of amends or whatever, I if I take a step back and I really think about it, a lot of the times that is – if I want to force my forgiveness on somebody, it's fueled by expectations and ego. <laughs> um, it's fueled by expectations and ego, right? right? It's that, right. it's like me thinking that I know better. This person needs to hear what I have to say for me, right? Right. You you know you you can talk yourself into saying, "Oh, this is for me," but you really want somebody to hear what you have to say. Right, Look, cause... I've changed. Look at all the stuff I'm doing now. I'm not you know blah blah blah. That's why I think that it's imperative. And you said this before. That you have to be in a good place of your own. You have to heal yourself before you even attempt to do anything like that. Well, especially if the other person is less receptive to right. that than, than you are and you know that. And you don't. <laughs> well, you sometimes you can feel it, you know, right? <laughs> You're yeah. like clapping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can feel it when they're not receptive and so so what? They're not receptive, okay? So they're not on the same journey we are, right? Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And we can so we just have more internal healing before we present ourselves to right. them, right? Even energetically or heart to heart, emotion to emotion, thought yeah. to thought. Yeah. Yeah. But it does start to shift. It's so amazing. And it is a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a big deal. <laughs> Thanks for getting back. Yay to for joining on the big deal train. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal. Full circle. Full circle. Do you ever That's <clears throat> a big deal. It's a big it's deal, a pickle. Big deal. What's your deal, pickle? Do you what is your um process for full circle moments? Like we How much time do we have left? Four minutes. Five minutes. minutes? Okay. Well, then we'll make this a wrap-up question. All right. When you feel, considering we're full circle. Full circle. From meeting you to having you on this episode. um, Like, what is your discernment process for what that means? Or how do you, like, what do you, how do you approach that? I want to really just share authentically with you. Me, personally, I'm right where you are. I'm enjoying coming out of watching what I've now put in front of me. And I'm really ready to play with baby steps. And play with creating my own future and my own opportunities inside the collective, inside this idea called heart-centered consensus consciousness, where we're all consenting, we're all coming together to create this experience or this conversation, this experience, and this relationship. And I'm really interested in very much exploring that um, where people are at, even if they're not on the same path, even if they're resistant or reluctant to receive a positive interaction, right? 
how how do I present myself? How do I create the speaking? How do I how do I set the listening for that person even if they're struggling? And I've recognized that just stepping into compassion, being supportive, being loving, remembering if I've got a resistance or something icky, mm-hmm. and I'm going to step back mm-hmm. and go back into that little circle in the corner, maybe, or in my, you know, in my my sweet spots, right, and do some of the internal healing before I come back out to present myself in ways so that I can be that full expression of me that I know I am that I just forgot in the moment or felt injured or traumatized or wounded from the past. That's awesome. Is it? It is. Right. So I'm adding a, 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 to my word. It's going to be a phrase now. Oh, um, it's going to be go play. Go play. Play. Because play, what you were like, I want to play in the field. And I think that it's it's funny, the forgetting process of like, there's a forgettingness of just being born. But then from child to adult, the forgetting process of just in this moment. Right. Um so, yes, I'm going to go play more. I'm so I'm excited to play more. Right, yeah. to go play more with clarity. With clarity. <laughs> Ashley, thank you for joining us today. Yes. Oh, my gosh. My absolute <laughs> Full pleasure. Circle. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. My <laughs> absolute pleasure and gratitude for you two on the planet here, and especially produce, everywhere that we see each other and meet each other and relate with each other. It's so beautiful, and I celebrate each and every moment of that. Heck, yeah, celebration. Celebration. Uh, for everybody. Everybody that's joining us and has joined us and has followed us along, thank you for um, Mm -hmm. sticking with us. uh, And thank you for joining us for our season finale. Hi, I'm doing it. I didn't even ask. Uh, We're going to do this. And I just thought about this because uh, it's a season finale. We're going to start with uh, season two. All seasons are not going to be 100 episodes, by the way, we figured out. (laughs) Uh, but we're going to do a season two celebration wow. the next time we're on, and just to see how comfortable Pete has gotten. Let's with do it, making hey, it a big deal within that discomfort and his there play is zones. A gem. Yeah, yes. So yes. thank you, everybody that's been here, that continues to be here, that has shown up in our lives over the past two years. Um, it's been it's been a, it's been a ride, uh, but we we love you very very much, um, Danielle. Thank you for sticking with us too. We love you, yes. of course. Um, but yeah, we will not be back next week because uh, our producer is going to go play a little bit. Yeah, uh, she's going to play in the playground of life. Right, she's going to go play. We're so <laughs> we're celebrating her playing. It's uh, amazing. So we'll be back the week after or the week after that. I can't remember. I'm going out of town again, so <laughs> I'll be <laughs> back on the sixth, whatever that means. Uh, so thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, thank Pete. you, thank, thank you, you, gentlemen. I receive. All of it. I receive we it all. Receive, we receive from all of you. Thank you so much. That's awesome. All right, guys. Um, as always, from, from our, heart our heart to yours. yours, get off of this thing. Go play and tap into life. Tap out. For now. We are so grateful you joined us for another episode of Tap Into. Go to Facebook.com forward slash Travis and Pete and like our page. And drop us a line while you're there and say hi. You can also find us on Instagram at Tap Into Life. Huge, super big shout out to Specialty Produce Network and our listeners and followers because we couldn't do this without you. After all, we are better together. Till next time, get out there and tap into life. life.